0: Hi, I'm Doug Weiss.
1: And I'm Alvian Lyons.
0: This is Love Life. Alvian, my dear.
1: <laughs> my Douglas.
0: I love you just the way you are.
1: <laughs> the lies we tell each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we were laughing about this as we were getting ready for th- this week's episode. Because if there was ever a line that is that is fraught with peril, (laughs) that's it. Because the truth is that the best of us Mm -hmm. in our weakest moments fall prey to the just incredibly destructive behavior of trying to change the very people that we love just the way they are. Mm -hmm. So we fall in love with somebody. They are everything that we could have hoped for in our life, and the first bit of business that we enter into is trying to make them over into somebody else. That's exactly right. Why? (laughs) What in the name of all that is sacred is possessing us to do this, Alvin? I think it's Eve's fault. I think
1: she did it. (laughs) (laughs) Blame Eve. What's terrible is that we as women, and you know that you and I work very hard not to generalize things based on gender. But I will say that there are some commonalities that exist amongst genders. And we women specialize in picking really good raw material with the intention of crafting you all into something else. <laughs> we look at you and we think, I could, I could work with that. <laughs> Definitely. I could do something with that. He's intelligent. He's capable. He can't dress worth a darn. So I will just take him shopping. Uh, I hate the way that he chooses, but I'm pretty sure I can train him out of that one. You know, there are little things that we just already decide we're going to fix about you when we meet you, assuming that we're not completely drunk with, you know, the infatuation. If there's that, those of us who are, who believe in love at first sight and all that lovely romantic stuff. But I think the nature of humans, particularly female humans, is to look for ways in which we can craft and fix and change and tweak. And I say to women all the time, please know something. If he was pretty rotten, when you were dating him, he's going to be awful when you marry him. And the reason I say that is because when we are dating, we're often showing our best self because we're still trying to get you to buy us. Mm -hmm. But after we get married, you have already bought us. So we are less likely, not impossible, because we always say nobody ever does anything always and never. But more often than not, it is not going to get better after marriage if it was not good during the dating phase. So you need to be pretty sure when you invest in a relationship that you really do like someone the way they are. That you really do or can love them for who they are, because in many ways, that's exactly what you're going to get. Evolutions, perhaps maturity, absolutely, we hope for that. Um, but they, people, pretty much are what you got from the beginning.
0: Hmm. Yeah. What
1: say you, Douglas?
0: Well, I, I agree with absolutely everything you've said. That's not a surprise. Uh, but I. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm struck by the fact that uh, th- that our uh, human trait of trying to achieve some uh, seeming perfection in a relationship um, rears its ugly head um, with a, a uncanny frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, that things that uh, we, we don't even take notice of, don't care about, you know, often get amplified in the intensity of a relationship and become the the stumbling block. And we commit ourselves then to altering that um, that course of trying to change the other person. And I'm not talking here so much about the, you know, control issues, which is a totally different subject mm-hmm. i'm I'm talking about what you were talking about, which is the you know the makeover um, and, you know I'm gonna turn that person into somebody more to my liking right um, and I don't think people do this consciously. don't get me wrong i don't, I, I, th- I don't think most people actually spend the the mental energy to sort of sit down and in a calculating way say I'm going to change that person. I think it's a an interaction that occurs out of a kind of uh, unstated desire or unstated unhappiness um, or unstated issue and a a, uh, sometimes subtle, uh, sometimes not so subtle (laughs) uh, pressure on the other person to conform with our desires. And I mean, I think we can all agree that that, that's not likely to end successfully. If it does, because someone allows you to shape them to that degree, I, I think many people would grow bored, <laughs> or or you know just the lack of resistance in itself might be a, a stumbling block. Um, but be that as it may, I, I, that's usually not the case. There is resistance because we are who we, we are. are. Now, not talking here about someone who develops a behavior um, uh, ad hoc, that this is not how they were when you first knew them. Something has happened that's triggered a behavior. They suddenly become depressed or they suddenly become angry or some event has transpired in their life and and their behavior and personality has changed.
1: And Uh, that can actually, and let me just jump in for just a, a millisecond. That can actually in relationships where one of the, partners find faith but did not have it before mm-hmm. the relationship started even in what we would deem as people of faith a good thing when that has become something that did not exist before and now it has become a fundamental part of the relationship even that can come with some difficulty because you are not what it was that i thought i bought right. in this relationship yeah, it's the
0: it's the uh uh, what's the the term of art that's uh, uh when you offer something bait and switch, bait and switch. Mm-hmm. yeah i think that's the sense that people have of a mm-hmm. you know, kind of a violation of it almost of feels trust. like a betrayal absolutely yeah, i've been betrayed you yep. you know I, I bought this and it's not what i bargained for mm-hmm. um, which might make for an interesting show for us some some time <laughs> to talk about that but but not the show that we're talking not the subject we're talking about today um you know, today we're talking about the the unconscious or conscious manipulation of another person to mm-hmm. to try to alter their behavior. And I told this story in my book. Uh, it's I think worth repeating. I may have done it in a prior episode about being out on a date with a, a very um, uh, nice woman. Um it was, I think, our second date. And uh, we were sitting there talking, and, and and she looked at me and she said, I think you should trim your mustache. <laughs> Ap- apropos of nothing. I mean, it, it, mustaches There's weren't no the topic du jour. <laughs> There's no leading. <laughs> there was no <laughs> no warning. There was no buildup to this. Uh, and I thought about it for a moment and... and I actually do pay attention to, uh, you know, just because I have a beard and a mustache doesn't mean I'm off the grooming hook. <laughs> it actually is as much work as shaving, which I still have to do every day underneath uh, my chin. Um, and and I, I care about what I look like, so I take some time every day to, to pay attention it's to man-ski. that. To And I had, in fact, just done so <laughs> that very day. Which is so, even more insulting. Well, no, I wasn't insulted by it, but I was kind of nonplussed by it, and I, <laughs> you know, so I and I thought about it before responding, because I didn't want, you know, I didn't know this woman very well, and uh, uh, I, and I said, so if I said to you, I think you should change your hair color,
1: right? You'd be prettier as a blonde.
0: <laughs> what would your reaction be? And How would
1: that have gone over?
0: Yeah. And, you know, w- w- was staggering to me. Was what she, her response was, oh, it's not at all the same thing.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: And I said, but, but yes, it is. <laughs> it, you know, I I like me the way I am. I, mean, I like my mustache. And, uh, you know, if if you don't, it's then okay. it's okay. <laughs> you know, we don't have to have a third date. Check, please. Um <laughs> But you hardly know me, and already you want to change it. Um, but let's just say that it didn't end. That it didn't with a third date. <laughs> uh, not over that. Uh, there were. I should have read the signs really well. There was a subsequent, and if you want to know, you can buy the book. But. Uh, uh, you know, it's that kind of, you know, that's a kind of a, a amusing little anecdote, but, it's a, but it's, it is it's indicative of the kind of interchange that we're talking about here, the making over of another person. And particularly when it's about something that's as superficial as, you know, I don't like your mustache or, you know, I think you should be, change your hair color. Uh, uh, worse are the more substantive kinds of of critiques and uh, and manipulations that people will engage in with each other to try to alter um, almost, you know, I think we want to say here, against their will. Right. Because if they wanted to change, you know, if they wanted to be different, then then, the encur- then you could do that through encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, you look great when you Right. You know, that's a positive way to do something. It doesn't require anybody to respond to it. Take the compliment and if it inspires you to do more of the same or to change something, that's fine. But that's an act of your own volition. Indeed. Not an act of manipulation or uh uh or pressure mm. to be something else. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that, and we're not suggesting in any way that people don't mature in relationships Mm -hmm. and don't grow in relationships. We've said in previous shows that anything that is not growing is dying. So we are absolutely aware of the fact that we become something slightly different in our relationships and we discover more about ourselves and, and we tweak those things. But that natural and organic evolution into better versions of yourself, better versions as a partner, is different than when somebody is actively trying to make you into something and someone different than who you were coming into that
0: relationship. So I have a very quick little story to tell you about this, That, uh, uh, in the interest of humor, I hope. uh, (laughs) I I have a a certain sweater in in my drawer. I, I never wear it. But I keep it. And the reason that I keep it is that someone I was dating once said to me, I I really hate the way you look in that sweater.
1: (laughs) So you keep it out of spite?
0: I keep it to remind me never to let anybody ruin and I loved that sweater. And I liked the way I looked in it. <laughs> now I may not objectively have looked good in that sweater. I don't know. But you I liked, can't be you? objective about it. But I liked the way I looked in that sweater and that comment kind of really you know, really ruined the sweater for me <laughs> for a while until I finally said, Well, you know, really? Get it. Really? <laughs> So I keep the sweater to remind me not to let anybody else ever do that to me <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. To let and I don't by that I'm not blaming uh, uh, this person but saying uh I should not have allowed myself to frankly invest that much in a comment. Mm-hmm. Um if I if you like the way you look in the sweater. You wear like it. it. You know, wear it. Mm-hmm. Own it. Mm-hmm. Don't let somebody else by their comments, by their efforts to try and make you into something else, sway you. Mm-hmm.
1: You have to take to love take you. criticism
0: when it's intended in, in in a loving way, but don't let someone manipulate or or uh, alter you simply to suit their whim.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's our show, folks. Mm-hmm. Powerful advice. You got it here. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed this show. And uh, whether you did or you didn't, that we'll hear from you. don't take feedback. If
1: you don't love his sweater philosophy. If you don't like our sweaters,
0: him. let us know. <laughs> <laughs> you can write to us at Alvion at lovelife.digital
1: <laughs> or Doug. At lovelife.digital.
0: And we want to thank Camaria, <laughs> our producer, Todd, our recording engineer. <laughs> and all and, of you. And all of you for, for, for being there each week and spending time with us listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and for your thoughts and comments. We, we appreciate we, you. Yeah, we do. We have so much fun doing this show <laughs> with and for you. So we'll see you next week with another interesting topic.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Bye now.